Hello and welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. All you diary writers, welcome to the diary of an international student. My name is AJ. And my name is Kim. And we are here with episode four. How are you feeling, Kim? I am excited, happy. I am very uh-huh. over the go moon. Ahead. There you go. I'll use all those words. Yes. All, the, all the synonyms. Go I ahead. am <laughs> over the moon. Super happy to be here and to have made it until episode four it's an achievement it's very very important exactly thank you all for like showing us support for giving us your time into listening to us subscribing Mm -hmm. keep giving us reviews please rate us please please. hashtag no pressure please, please please but also don't forget to use the hashtag of our motto which is really Alone, I am not. Hashtag alone, I am not. Hashtag. Or, sorry. I didn't no, it's okay. I was going to say it was It was going to be cute. You know, oh, okay, like, okay, okay. alone, I am not. Hashtag alone, I am not. Hashtag alone, I am not. And alone, I am not, too. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I am very excited. I did not give him credit earlier, for which I am very, very sorry. But I am loving the jingle that we have for, like, our... I really like that jingle. I know, it's right? Nice. Very, I want to give... Um, rock and roll Excellent. That's what I figured too. Mm-hmm. I have the same exact feeling. I really love it. It has so much grit, so much energy, so much positivity, mm-hmm. and it gives a message. We are ready to rock this world. Hey, who made our jingle for us? Nick Kuo. Thank you so much for writing this jingle for us. He jumped on board very last minute and eventually like helped us out <laughs> in this craziness. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for writing this jingle. His rocking is amazing. If you guys want, oh, first of all, thank you, Nick. We appreciate it. <laughs> Second of all, if you guys want to follow us and for the rest of our episodes or want to see any past episodes, you can see us on our website, which is out now. Um, our website is dispod.net. That's dispod.net. But we also have an Instagram. What's our Instagram, Cam? It's dis underscore pod. Dis underscore pod. You can also email us, and if you want to email us with any questions you may have or anything you want to mention to us, you can email us at info dispodcast at gmail.com. Oh, info dispodcast at gmail.com. Info.dispodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. All right, so let's get into the episode. You ready? Yes. All right. All right, are you ready for this episode? Yes, I am ready. Okay, so let's get into it. Yes. So for this episode number four... We're going to be talking about food. Ooh, food. Okay, yeah, I like yeah. that. Food is very important to an international student, I'm sure. Um, Especially all, all to an Italian students. person. Yes, I'm sure. To, de- to Definitely to an Italian person. So let's get right into it. So, yes. you like food? I love food. I'm a foodie. Like, are you? <laughs> I am. Oh, yes. What's your favorite? Seafood, definitely. Or really? fish in general, yes. Okay. Um, definitely. I love any, any type of fish. Really don't have constraints. I seafood in general, but I think my number one, number one when it comes to cuisine for seafood, it's sushi. So, um, food is a very important part of any sort of culture. It it actually is very much a core defining feature of a culture. Oh you know, yeah. When it comes to anywhere, any race, 
anybody. You kidding?、Mm. We have the the Sunday dinner back in my country.、Um, mm. I mean, we they have it over here too in the United States. Yeah. But in Italy, we have the typical, you know, nana style, the grandma style, where you go and visit your grandma on Sunday. I have sweet memories of my Sunday family lunches or dinner.、Mm-hmm. Particularly, I remember when I still was in my country. I think it was in high school, middle school, whenever. Actually, my grandmother would call each household and be like, "I want to have." A lunch or a, or a dinner. I want to have a meal with my entire family. I want to see you、mm. all.、Mm-hmm. She used to call us joyelli, which is jewelry or pieces of jewelry. So she would be like, "I want to see all my joyelli." <laughs> That's、uh, so sweet. <laughs> so yeah, she would plan it out. At first, it was at her house.、Mm-hmm. She was making lunches or dinners, whatever the time we plan accordingly at. But then she started getting old, so she couldn't make the whole meal for like by herself. So she started like planning at restaurants and so on. Okay, so yeah, food is very important to you, obviously. Yeah.、Um, but I'm sure for international students that when they come to, when they come to the U.S. and they're you know they're craving something from their home,、oh. how how hard could that possibly be to find that particular thing? So let's start with you, since you're here in front of me.、Um, you're See, from Italy,、I've... so. Talk to me. What's what's going on with the food in Italy versus the food in New York City? So you see, it's funny. I think we mentioned this in like I think it was the first episode. Yeah. But now, like when you ask me what's at the time when you ask me what what surprises you, or what surprised you at the time when you first came in, what you didn't、mm-hmm. expect, and so on. At the time, I think I told you I can't really find of anything that I didn't expect. Yes, you did say that. But now that we're talking about specifically about food, <laughs> I、yeah. remember the first year I was there. Specifically, I want to say the first month or so, I struggled to figure out what everything the cafeteria was and how to survive food-wise because. I was used to a whole nother like thing. I was not expecting to have so much craziness, so much salty at breakfast when I'm much more of a sweet tooth.、Mm-hmm. The chocolate croissant, the the chocolate syrup,、uh, the chocolate cereal, actually I shall say, and so on.、Um, it was a struggle, man. Like that's actually really bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about it because. It would have bothered me too, and I'm from here. So when you first got to New York City, then, and you were looking for food, did you immediately go to, you know, American style food, or were you like, no, I want to try and see if I can find? I something am laughing because I just remember one particular episode. If I think it was a month, the first week or two that I was in that college, right?、Mm-hmm. And I told you the very first day I met. Italian people.、Mm-hmm. So of course, as an international student who's afraid or alone in a foreign country,、mm-hmm. I at first I made a mistake to stuck with my own culture and I tried to hang out with、um, people from my own culture in my own country.、Mm-hmm. Later on, I realized that it was partially a mistake because I was there to also improve my English. So then I went for other cultures as well. But at first, I was hanging out with people from Italy. Me from, being from Italy, and one night 
I think it was like I want to say the first week. I remember we asked somebody on campus, local person. I think that was the first mistake. If in that town there was an Italian restaurant, an Italian pizzeria where we could go on, we could go to. It's not what you're supposed to do. You, you, I mean, I know you know that now, but we've learned a lesson oof. very hard tonight. Oh boy, we learned we learned a lesson very hard tonight. All right, <laughs> and I'm not going to say the, to say the name of the, uh, of the restaurant, but these people were convinced. They said, "Yes, there is. It's this place over here. It's very Italian, authentic Italian food. You, you're gonna be so happy. You're sure? Yeah, it's a pizzeria." Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, okay. No, go ahead. Keep going. I'm listening. So we go walk downtown, down the hill. We go to the restaurant. We're curious and everything. And we start ordering pizza. Now, one thing when it comes to Italian pizzas, and you've been to Italy. You know this, right? Mm-hmm. You've been to Rome, right? Been to Rome, yeah. So you perfectly are aware of this. Mm-hmm. And that is, when you order a pizza in Italy, it's the regular size. And when I say regular size, is the pizza, one pie is meant to be for one person. Okay. I wanted to see where that was going, but I, I can confirm this, yes. In the United States, the common knowledge is that one pie of pizza, you actually share it with multiple people. Yes. Now... We were told that that Italian restaurant was, in fact, an Italian restaurant, like an Italian pizzeria. We entered and placed an order convinced that it was an Italian pizzeria, meaning that we started placing an or- like orders of one pie per person. <laughs> so you ordered pies. For how many people was this? I go by memory, so the number might be wrong. But we were a group of people, so I want to say about six people. Okay, that's a, that's a good, it's a good sizable group. <laughs> <laughs> so one pie each is that what you're saying? Yep. So that was six pies. Mm-hmm. But a whole lot. Okay. Unless we went ahead, we placed the order, right? Mm-hmm. So after like a few minutes, the waiter comes back to us and he asks, "You guys order one pie each, right? Like one pizza each." Yeah. Duh, one, six, obviously. Six pizzas? Six yes. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. What's wrong with that? <laughs> What's going on here, huh? I want my pies. I want my six pies. What do you, what do you, uh, I'm purposely making like, a, like an Italian accent on purpose, by the mm-hmm. way. I know. You know. I know. People, <laughs> but people listening to this might not know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so we were like, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, sure. Okay. Then waiter goes away. A few minutes later, the manager comes to us. <laughs> I like this story. And the manager comes to Olivia, us. I like this story. <laughs> the manager comes to us and asks us, Gags, are you sure you want six pizzas? And we were like, yeah. <laughs> What's like, the problem? I asked for six pizzas. That's what I want. Six <laughs> pies. What's the we got to get... Pro- is there a problem? Six people, six is spies. There a problem? Is it What's going on here? Okay, okay continue. We're like, diet. Like, I, I don't know how to do this, this like this. It's a dialect. It's like... Dialect, yeah. Yeah. We were like, ancora. Like, not a time. Yeah. Like, we want six pizzas. <laughs> we said what we said. 
Okay, okay sure. <laughs> I want to say 10 minutes later, they come this with this humongous six pies in front of us. <laughs> we didn't have enough tab- table space, so we need another extra table to make it fit. <laughs> we were trying to finish it because also we have learned that they actually placed a bet against us finishing it. Did you finish it though? I remember not finishing mine. I know that for a fact. Okay. It was too much, man. Could you help? Okay. So you made a mistake, and now and then after that you learned, right? Yeah. Yeah. There are There's some, no Italian restaurant, you know. Some, <laughs> there's some international students that just they they don't they don't know and they have multiple times where they have to learn. So you learn through that experience. Other people learn by actually going to the place. And going, this isn't this isn't what I asked for. I asked for a particular dish. And they go, no, this is the dish. And then you realize that it's Americanized, so it's not the same thing as when you what you are back what you have back at home. Excuse me. So I'm sorry you have to go through that. It's okay. You learned. <laughs> Honestly it was a fun experience. Uh, we all had a laugh toward the end. Mm-hmm. We tried to like keep up with the challenge, we didn't make it. But my lesson is as I learned as I was same before mm-hmm. we have learned that there is no italian restaurant in italy that can compare well actually that can it's compare hmm? no wrong my totally mistake okay i meant to say there's no italian restaurant in the year that can compare to the one at home <laughs> to the one in italy i guess and the other part of it is that you since the uh, ingredients are the same you're so used to the taste of it from home that any other taste might seem weird to you. If it's not good, then you may go, "Oh, I don't, I don't like this very much." Yeah. Or this isn't this isn't as authentic. People start using the word authentic, you know. So, what do you think? Yeah. What, what do you think about that word authentic? I think it's abused. Really? Okay. Explain. I'm telling. Okay. Explain. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I used to have a joke. Actually, it's still my jokes, but I just I haven't used it in a while. Mm-hmm. But. I like the fact that you bring it up. The way I see it is, Mm -hmm. if you are actually good, authentic, and bring out Italian food or Italian brand, then there's no need for you to specify that you are Italian food or nor that you are authentic Italian food. There is one particular brand which I cannot say, of course, of for, course. but it's the one that I use in my kitchen. You know which one I'm talking about, right? I know what you're talking about, yes. Because it's the one I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that brand say on the package, or ever, Italian food or authentic food or real Italian food? They never had it because... They are already Italian. You know it's Italian. If you have to emphasize that you are Italian, that means that you are not Italian. That's how you recognize the real Italian from the not from the non-Italian. How are they supposed to know that it's Italian though? And well, I mean, uh, like the renowned ones already known. That's the that's the point. Think but, about the gotta, Italian restaurants. Granted, that those are chains right now. I gotta know. How do, how do I know that I'm getting Italian food unless you tell me it's Italian food? I'm not from Italy. It's going to stand out by itself. There's to no who? need for you not to specify. To yeah. Like. So when someone says, like, 
uh, I don't know. I'm Indian, a very loyal Indian, person. Indian restaurant. They're probably not. Chances are probably are not. But even more when they say real Italian uh, restaurant. That, is that word Sorry, real? Sorry, real. Yeah, like when did you have to emphasize so much. Mm-hmm. That's my experience. You know, it's like that. Like, for example, when it comes to, like, Italian food, when they say real Italian food, that means that you're not Italian. So I'm not going to go for your brand. You don't know. If you're focusing on your quality, that means that you probably, you are so insecure about the quality that you're emphasizing about that you're probably not not that great about it. It's hard to trust it. Um, I want to get into the idea of, like, buying food for yourself as an international student. Yeah. I know that also ties in with money, which we can get to in a different episode, that's fine. But when you're looking for food, it's clearly it's really easy to just buy fast food here, anywhere, especially yeah. in New York City. It's, they're kind of everywhere. Starbucks is everywhere. You know, McDonald's is everywhere. All that. So do you, do you ever go out of your way to find your authentic Italian place? When it comes to traveling, in general, but also going to sign to another country for an extensive amount of time, you need to embrace one principle. And that is that you're leaving your comfort zone, regardless of what, and you're going into a whole nother atmosphere. So that means on the customs that you have, the habits that you have, Mm -hmm. you are most likely to leave them behind. Specifically connected is the type of brands or things that you that you have back at home chances are you might not find them in a country that you're going to move to study to or spend the extensive amount of time at. very true i struggle with that and not only with food and i'm going to just like specify into food when it comes to everything you know hygiene or personal hygiene brands that I was very used, very very loyal to, as a woman, but also as like as a person in general. Mm. Some brands are not available over here that I'm used to have back at home. That's a good episode topic, hygiene. But yeah, so the brands that I was used to have back at home for personal hygiene, and I'm talking about personal as a woman, but also hygiene in general, but also anything. It was a huge change for me. And I go back to the advice that I give before, and that is you need to have an open mind. You need to be on alert that you're going to leave a comfort zone. When it comes to Italy and food, I had my own brands. Some of them are very easy to find, because they conquer the marketing world of food in their specific field, of course, when it comes to pasta, when it comes to the flour, you know, this kind of stuff. However, when it comes to the um, to other brands, I have to adjust myself. Do I, can I starve to death just because I don't find certain brands? No. <laughs> Will I find food that I, have, I might have thought to don't ever, ever try? Yes. Will I still try the food? Well, you better, otherwise you're going to starve to death in another country. When it comes to food from other countries versus here, do you see, like, what's the biggest difference that you see? Is it the size? 
Is it the oils? Is it just the ingredients? It's the oils, definitely. Okay. Much more greasy.、Mm-hmm. And maybe the ingredients. I'm thinking, but I'm not sure. Okay. But definitely the oils. Okay. Size. Size doesn't matter. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> you said it, not me. You were thinking it. I have. Yep. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's okay. Size is not. You, you can lie to these audiences, but you can't lie to me. <laughs> I was gonna say something else. Size is not an influencing factor when it comes to food. Size doesn't matter. Isn't that what I said? Isn't that what I said? That's what I said. You're the one fixating on that. I was gonna just say that. All I said influ- size. Size doesn't matter when it comes to food. What do you? What? What? What I say? What? You know what? Fine. Because of that, we're gonna have a question round. Here we go. Okay. Okay. This is a new segment that I just made just now. Okay. Cool.、Uh, question segment round. We're gonna ask you rapid fire of different types of questions about food. Yeah. Okay. Whether you like something, whether you don't like something, whether you have never tried it before, whether you have tried it before, and like your ratings on different things. Okay. Do you wanna make it like much more fun and be like first thing that comes to my mind? Sure. If that's what you wanna do. Yeah. It's like you tell、cool. me the question and I have to answer very very fast. Okay. Here、thinking. we go. All right, rapid fire question time.、This、Three. Okay, guys, this is the rapid fire question segment. AJ is gonna ask Cam a whole bunch of questions about food. Here we go. Ready? Three, two, one. Pizza or pasta? Pasta. Why? It's healthy. Okay. Next question.、Uh, sauce or cheese? Sauce. Why sauce? I'm actually lying. What the hell? <laughs> What? Huh? Ah? Sauce or cheese? Let's go. Come on, sauce. Cheese. cheese. Why cheese? I just love cheese. What's your favorite cheese? Pecorino. We put that cheese on a pi- on a pizza. I've done that before. Yes. Is it good? Not bad. Have you ever tried Burger King? Oh yes. Have you ever tried McDonald's? Yes. Which one's better? Burger King. Why? Better fries. Oh. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Fighting words. Fighting words. Okay. 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 Back to topic. Back to topic. All right.、Um, favorite place to go in New York City for food, in general. Long Island City. Mm-hmm. By the way, on a different note, McDonald and Burger King do not sponsor us、uh, at all. They're no way connected to DIS,、um, aka this this podcast. I'm sure we can say that say their names in its. I know,、fine. but still, but yes. But okay. Burger King and McDonald do not sponsor us in any sort of way. So yes. Okay. Okay. Favorite vegetable. Peppers. Peppers. Yes. Oh, I did not expect that. Favorite fruit. Banana. Why banana? It's so sweet and nice. Do you drink smoothies? Oh yes. Do you put a banana in a smoothie? Yes. Is it delicious? Oh, it's very delicious. Okay.、Um, food that you have tried and you will never eat again. It was so traumatic that I forgot about it. <laughs> I've removed it from my mind. Oh boy.、Um, food that you want to try again? You only had probably once or twice. Cheese. <laughs> What? What? <laughs> Okay, wait, 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 wait. Let's try it again. What's what is the name of something that you've only had once or twice, but you really, really like? Tapas. Tapas. Seafood tapas. I love toast. I went to Spain once. Well, actually, I went twice, but、Excuse、no. Excuse me. <laughs> when I went there, I loved the tapas. They are so good. It's like a mini version of an entire plate, but they're so good. Okay. So good.、Um, Especially、I'll, the seafood ones. Do we 
can we can we get them here in New York City? I've never found a place in New York City that has tapas. I guess we gotta go find it. We gotta we, let's go on a mission. Let's go on a mission to find <laughs> it. All right, cool. High five. Yes. And last question. Here we go. Last question. Yes. Is a food that you have never tried but you want to try. So much pressure right now. There's no pressure. We're just on an episode of a podcast. What are <laughs> what are some like weird food that we have out there? Weird, weird food. Yes. I know. I guess in in retrospect, gumbo is a weird type of food, but it is delicious. I don't know if you ever had gumbo before. No. Okay. It's basically a hot pot of mixture of different things all into one big pot, and you just kind of like mix it all together, put all the different spices and like different stuff in there, and as you cook it. Um, all the stuff that goes inside starts to like boil into one different random flavor, and the more things you put in there, the more flavor it gets. And yeah, yeah, that's what gumbo is. Have you ever tried gumbo? No, I never tried. If you want to tell any international student about some places they can go for New York City for food, for food, it's one place you would definitely recommend for someone to go to. Long Island City has so many places when it comes to food and nice places where to eat. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Long Island City has, is a very nice place where to hang out. So go there. You'll ever you'll have a lot of fun. However, um, my favorite restaurant, mm-hmm. again, do not sponsor us. It's a restaurant called Mayela. Mm-hmm. That's, it's a very expensive restaurant, but it's my favorite place over there. Definitely my favorite place to order to eat. Okay. And there you have it. Yes. Um, thank you for this wonderful trip in the world of food for an international student such as yourself. I appreciate it. Oh, not a problem. Yeah. Um, we'll be right back after this, everybody, so don't go anywhere. This week, we are talking with Lane. Lane. Yes. This is her story. That is a, such of a beautiful name. Oh, no, it is. I like it. It kind of reminds me of Lane from Gilmore Girls. Have you ever watched that movie? I have never watched Gilmore Girls in that, my life. Oh, it's such a fun TV show to watch. I probably won't, but, you know. It's a philosophy of life. Well, I'm sure it is, but I, I personally won't watch it. But, you know, do you? Yeah, it's you're fun. right. <laughs> but, yeah, so this week's interview or story actually is Lane's story. She comes from far away, particular international student. I just, you know what? Why is spoiling it? I'm going to just go Don't ahead and let you listen. Don't say anything. Just let it happen. L- just let it go. <laughs> Uh-oh. Don't. Don't. Uh-oh. Oh Don't. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> I have to. No, you didn't. Yes. It yes. was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, you did. Okay. It was there. You know what? We're just going to go ahead and go to the interview. Without further ado, this is Lane's interview. All right? Hope you guys enjoy. Thank you so much today for being with us. Thank you so much for volunteering on this interview. Um, we really appreciate your your help. So we're going to start with the basic. Uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself, where you're from, um, when you came here in the United States, and how long you've been here in the United States. Sure. Um, it's a pleasure to be here as well. Uh, I'm from Vietnam. I came here for high school in 2012. So that makes it about seven years that I have been here in the U.S. Okay. And have you always been here in the United States with, uh, with a student visa? 
So I was here on a student visa for four years, five years when I was doing college. But before that, I was on a different kind of visa with my family. Uh, there was a transition. Um, after that, I changed to a student visa to pursue further study here. Okay, and um, what made you come to the to the United? Did you say you came with your family over here first? I did. I did. Uh, my parents were very interested, were adamant actually about um, having me pursue a really good education, and the U.S. Uh, is a country that they thought would be a great place for me to build my career, to learn something new. So, um, with the job that he has, with um, you know the timing. He, uh, my dad decided that our family would move here. Uh, at that time, we really don't know. We only have three years of his uh, work time here. So, uh, but then after that, I was fortunate that I got a scholarship, so I continue my college study here. Okay. Um, but the real reason why I was here was because my our family felt like it was the right place for us to go if I want to have a good future. Okay, perfect. Um. And what major did you uh, choose to go to study at, uh, in school? Uh, so I did communication arts as my undergrad degree and international communication as my uh, graduate degree. Okay. And what made you choose communication as a degree? Uh, it was because of two reasons. The first one is just the technical part of it, writing, taking photos, telling stories, learning about how to communicate with others. Um, I was really interested in the art. Um, the second reason was because I, when I moved here, I had a lot of trouble in terms of communication from language to cultural barrier. And uh, it wasn't easy for someone who, who was 17 to navigate the, um, the differences in culture. Um, you know, the two countries were so different. So I thought, I need to figure this out. I don't understand why I'm not being able to connect with other people. I don't understand this. So that's why I chose communication, because I thought learning about this will give me the answer to a lot of life questions that I had. And that's why I ended up with the major. Okay. And how did you... You said you faced also the language barrier throughout time. Mm -hmm. Um how did you end up to do you think that you won that the barrier won, won over the barrier and if yes how did you face it and how do you think you uh, you won over sure so i remember when i first came here i remember the for the first six months i was so uh, anxious about my own language my accent first i wasn't able to understand whatever the teacher was saying in school it was so fast second Whenever I said something, I know everyone knew automatically that I am not American. And I got really um, conscious of that. Uh, so for the first six months, I was like, I'm not speaking in class. Like I would go to school every day, every single day. And I thought, I'm going to raise my hand in class today. And then end up going home without doing that, actually. And I felt defeated. And then... Um, um, and then after that, I think um, as time goes, I felt like, oh, 
Actually, it's not that bad, and I would just take thing one step at a time, small goal. One goal today would be making sure that you say hi to someone. The next day would be making sure that you ask someone how are you, and I learn to live in those small moment and overcome those small thing and have like small victories. And as time goes, you know, one year, two years, and three years, I started to pursue, you know, journalism. Um, I started to write article, and I started like push myself really to talk to people. Like it was really scary, but I did it, and I just got comfortable with it over time. And um, when by the time that I enter college, um, my whole personality also changed, become more outgoing compared to before. So it was truly a blessing that I got over that fear by being brave uh, every single day. If you were to have a conversation nowadays with an international student who just arrived to the United States and it's their first day in college, what would be your number one advice to give them? I would say be open. Um, uh, I understand that life would be very difficult. Every single day, there would be things that you don't get, and you can be judgmental. But that's the worst thing to do when you live in a new country. You have got to be open. You have got to accept this is the way things are. You have got to respect the people, and you have just to learn. Like, don't change yourself, but at the same time, be open to learnings. Coming to the United States so young, it's it seems spontaneous to ask you: Have you ever faced cultural shock coming to another country? Another beside the U.S. or what well, coming from a country that's not the United States? Got it. Moving to the United States. Yeah. Um, have you ever faced cultural shock? I think so. Yeah, I did. Um, I faced culture shock, but I also faced. Counter culture shock, so changing myself to adapt here, and then having it counter uh, the counter culture shock when I talk to people at home. Um, so it's like a lot of shock every day, <laughs> and I'm still trying to figure it out. Do you think that instead of New York, if you were to move, if you had to move into another city instead of New York City? Would it, would you have had a different experience or not? Totally, I feel like um, New York is a very controversial city. People either hate it or love it. I love it. Um, I think New York is its own country, uh, and I I love New York because it it taught me to it teaches me to not to love everything. You know, to be empathetic, um, to be open to differences, and I don't take that for granted. Um, I came from a country, coming from a city that everyone has the same culture, everyone has the same religion, and I never realized it until I came to New York that the world is much bigger than that. Uh, in a way, I think I learned to love um, the diversity. I learned to love, you know. Out the whole world because I lived in New York. It's like the world in a smaller、um, scale.、Um, so definitely. So as an international student, you said you came over here、uh, with a with a family first.、Mm-hmm. But even having the family around, have you ever experienced loneliness as international student? 
well, I think loneliness is something that a lot of people in New York experience. Um, I think even if you have a lot of close family around, you can still feel lonely. It was hard for me when I first came and didn't have any friends, didn't have a support system. I came into high school as a junior, so that means everyone already has their own group of friends. That was difficult to go to school every day to try to make an, one single new friend. Um, it was also lonely because my parents didn't understand the change that I was going through. Um, they really did have a hard life, and I, 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 we cannot communicate. There were uh, a lot of differences between us, so you just became lonely in that way. Um, I'm introverted in a way that I read. Um, so I was able to get over that, but I know it, it's not the same case for a lot of people. And even now, um, I, 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 I think I'm still lonely in my own way, uh, because I've, I've been here for eight years, but I don't think, um, life is the same as it was at home. Um, and because I grew up somewhere else, I already formed my own definition of what a friendship is, what a community is. So being here, I need to form a new definition of what community is to me, what friendship it is to me. And navigating that path for me involves a lot of independence and, and even loneliness. Um, a lot of time I feel alone. I don't feel lonely, to be honest. Um, so let's talk about um, a particular aspect of being international students. Mm -hmm. Many international students actually come to the United States and they have, um, in the, when it comes to the financial aspect, one stereotype that they face is that because they're an international student and they're, enable, they're actually able to afford college education over here, it means that they are rich. Have you ever faced a kind of stereotype? I actually haven't, so I'm lucky. <laughs> Um, I haven't. That's fine. I was just, um, just curious. But have you ever faced, for example, when it comes to the financial system into the healthcare? I know that uh, for as much as it could be a good system over here in the United States, it's very expensive and sometimes it's not really accessible when it comes to international students. Has that ever been a struggle for you? Yeah, I think um, a lot of my mental health issues came from financial stress. Um, for the past, I guess, seven years, I lived under stress every single day uh, because of money. Uh, I think it helped me grow a lot in a way, but at the same time, it really made me question everything that is about inequality, about access to healthcare, about human rights. Let's go back to your uh, first day in New York. Mm. You are a brand new international student just arrived in New York. What is your first memory or the best memory that you'll have when it comes to the very first day? Mm, the air, so clean. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was so clean. Um, the air was great to, um, to breathe because it's polluted in my country. Point. Yeah. It kind of makes you wonder how lucky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It gives you a good perspective. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And water is always there. 
um, hot water and cold water are always available. At home, I would have to wait for like two hours for the water to get hot and have to use it very sparingly, so my whole family can, everyone can use it. And when it comes to outside of the first day, what is your favorite memory of New York that you have so far? I think for me, my favorite memory of New York has a lot to do with how it helps me find my passion. Uh, I actually change a lot thanks to New York. Before I came here, I was really shy. I didn't have any idea what I was doing. Very, like, not confident at all. But because of New York, I was able to meet so many different people, talk to so many people, learn about different stories, get inspired by a lot of people, and found out that, oh, this is what I want to work in, um, this is what I learned today. Um, I don't know. For me, New York is about finding my passion and stick to it, um, you know, for a long way, even when I'm not, no longer living here. Actually, I do have another question. Going back to the communication major, I, it's one of my least um, favorite questions, but it, it comes spontaneous to ask. Often there is a stereotype where international students don't speak proper English, and we mentioned language barrier earlier. Communication is one uh, major where it is well suggested to have a very good English for it. As have you ever faced a stereotype where a stereotypical situation where they ask you how can you be an international student communication your English is not proper English? I have never heard that comment before, but I felt that way a lot uh, when I decided to pursue either communication or journalism. I was always questioning myself: How could I be working for a TV network if I don't speak proper English? Uh, I think when I was a freshman, questioned myself every day, and I think that has that. Um, That feeling made me sort of drop on my dream to pursue being a journalist, actually, um, which was for a better reason because now I ended up with something else that I prefer way much more. But at that time, I did not have the belief that I could be a journalist because my English was not the best. I always compare my English with people who are born here who speak. Perfect English, who is on TV, and I feel like I'm gonna work my whole life, but I'm not not ever going to be like them. That was it for today. Thank you so much for coming in today again. Thank you so much for sharing your story, and we really wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And that's a wrap for episode number four. What do you think about that episode? How'd that go? It was possibly one of my favorite. Although I feel like maybe I spoke too much. No, you're really passionate about food, so it's fine. Yeah, don't don't worry. I am a foodie, <laughs> indeed. Yeah, I am. Absolutely. I am. People tell me that I eat a lot. Mm-hmm. The other day, I ended up to eat three dishes of Chinese food and ice cream afterwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I approve greatly. Yeah, when it comes to food, it's a really important part of like everyone's culture. And so, when it comes to getting food from a country that you're not. Fully embraced in or not fully aware, you want to always try to one find a place that you can find, you know, your own food. Especially if you're in New York, you know, New York has everything. Yes. If you look hard enough, so find 
a place where you can taste your home country's food, but also try to try to be up to new things. But also, also be careful when people give you suggestions on when something is <laughs> real you and authentic. <laughs> go ahead, you want to go? Yeah, you actually read my mind. Like we've learned one of the funny story. When I first moved to New York, me and my friends at the time looking for an Italian restaurant, and we listened to somebody from a local place. No, it was not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was funny. <laughs> Six pies, and and now. For your birthday, you will get six pies. Six pieces of pies. <laughs> cheese, right? Yes. Cheese. cheese? Okay. Extra yeah. cheese. Extra cheese. Ooh, ooh. Go for it. All right. Okay. Cool. We'll go for Give it. Give me that piccolino <laughs> right there. <laughs> okay. But um, thank you so much for doing another episode with me. I appreciate it. And thank, thank you, you for doing another episode with me. Like you're an amazing co-host. Thank you for the questions. It's it's amazing. And thank you to our special guests for this week. We also appreciate everyone that has um, done interviews with us so far and everyone that will be doing interviews with us in the future. So thank you. We really appreciate it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't forget if you want to share your story anonymously, you can send always send us an email at info.dispodcast at gmail.com. What's mm-hmm. the email? Info.dispodcast at gmail.com. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, Info.dispodcast at gmail.com. Yes, thank you so much. And we also have an Instagram. What's the Instagram? DIS underscore POD. With the hashtag alone I am not. Excellent. Exactly. Hashtag alone I am not. No one is alone here, especially people that think that pizzas are, you know, a certain size when they're actually a real lot bigger than you actually thought they were. Should I stop? No. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Keep going. Okay, keep going. All the way. No, just kidding. <laughs> but yes, thank you so much for listening to us. Um, don't forget to review us, rate us, um, give us another listen, subscribe to us. It's gonna be great. More episodes coming along the way. All right, everybody. This has been the Diary of an International Student. Again, I am AJ, and this is Kim. And we're signing off. Have a good night, everybody. And don't forget, alone I am not. <laughs>